Hey, welcome to What's the Plot. This is Sean. This is Mandy. And we're back with another episode. Let's always make sure things are working. <laughs> and let's never touch things. This feels like deja vu. When we're in the midst of performing, make sure you give yourself t- uh, self time to do things. What he's trying to tell you guys is we were recording the episode and he was fiddling with things and then it never recorded. So we had to start over. <laughs> So welcome back. Again. Welcome back, guys. <laughs> this one will go through this time. <laughs> yes, it will. I got my eye on the re- uh, recording button. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hey, how have you been doing? <laughs> I'm swell. <laughs> <laughs> how about yourself? My, I am as well. Good, good. Um, It's a beautiful day out. The sun just came out. It's beautiful when it's raining. And as we said uh, prior, before this whole debacle, uh, it was really, really warm yesterday in a still heat. It was. And now it is very... Now, see, now you're paying attention to the real life. I am. And now, <laughs> and now it is very... It was gloomy outside, but it was more cooler. It was still warm, but it was cooler. Uh, yeah, there was like a little a bit cool of drizzle, warm. but it was still nice to walk. So, been trying to get my 30 minutes in every day. Yes. If I can. So, trying to take care of myself. Been doing a lot, been uh, having a lot going on, and just happy to be here, man, you know? Life has been doing its thing since literally January. So, amen to to more life, you feel me? But I, 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 see, I see better days ahead, so I'm not going to complain. And that's always a good thing, you know, we're here, we're breathing. Mm-hmm. And thing, things of that nature. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, there's so much going on. There's so much TV. <laughs> what have you been up to and what have you been watching? <laughs> you want to hear it again? <laughs> yes, I do. Sorry, I'm going to try not to just make go, too many just jokes. Go to, uh, just, just shut up and go? No, I, no I never said that. <laughs> So I have been catching up on All American on Netflix, mm. uh, Chicago Fire. Good show. Uh, King of the Hill, randomly. Just been turning something on and playing it. Good show. Um, in the Heat of the Night, we've been watching that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to finish Succession, but I've been watching that. Uh, we finished House of the Dragon. Um, we started Bel Air. Um, I started Yellow Jackets, which is a little creepy. I've only seen a piece of an episode with you. But, I hear a lot about it, though. Yeah. Uh, but I'll, I'll try to get through it. Um, started Your Honor, which kind of pisses me off for the most part. And then um, we also started watching The Night Agent. Um, we did. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, I had started watching that show, The Diplomat, just real quick. I hated it, so I stopped watching it. Is that the one with the, uh, excuse me for a little, <clears throat> I'm trying to come my throat. Is that the one with the, the husband? Yes. Okay. The, the wife is annoying, too, though. Hmm. So they were like made for each other. Um, oh, and I'm waiting for Jack Ryan to come back. It's the final season, right? And then, yeah, they're in all my stuff. They're in a yellow uh, Yellowstone. And then I also need to start watching um, Cruel Summer. That's also on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And then um, there was something else I was watching, and I forgot what it was. But it's all right. I'll get I'll get back to it. Um, or if it comes to me, then I'll just say it. So as far as like music, just really quick. So lots of lo-fi. So like chill hop, other mm-hmm. playlists I can find. Um, been listening to the House of the Dragon soundtrack. Some Victoria Monet, some Seven Streeters, some Jeezy. Um, I call them my Odies with goodies. So like Babyface, Isley Brothers, David Ruffin, all those people. Um, oh, rest in peace, Tina Turner. Yeah. 
We didn't get to that. To the Queen, yes. Um, Coco Jones, like, pretty much a bunch of different stuff. Coco Jones, who just got the BET Award for Best New Artist. She did. She did. I seen that. I seen that. So, congratulations to her. Congratulations to Coco Jones. Mm -hmm. I never really listened to her music. I see you as my song. You should listen to it. Mm. Oh, and Leanne Panic, if y'all don't know, my girl from Little Mix, she just released her own track, too. So. Oh, so they're still putting out music? Solo music. That's what's up. What's wrong with that? There's nothing. Yeah, she did. She just released her solo track, so and she released the video to go with it, so y'all check her out. Support my girl. Mm-hmm. So what have you been watching and listening to? Uh, I've been watching this recording button, and I've been listening to <laughs> myself say, take your time. Uh, but I've been watching the Wu-Tang doc, the American Saga on Hulu, The Office, uh, YouTube videos, In the Heat of the Night on Pluto, mm-hmm. uh, Space Docs, all that good stuff like that. Uh, we did start watching Night Agent. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. We started watching that other show, that other agent show. But we FBI? No, not FBI. I watched stuff in passing with you, but... It's the one. Oh, with the annoying person on there? Yeah, the guy that's just like going on trips and it's on Netflix too. I it's think. not the rookie, it's something else. Yeah, if it, I figure out what it, it is, I'll mention it. We was watching that, but we kind of got over that. I've been listening to Lo Fi Beats and a lot of Wu Tang and the members, of course, because I'm watching the show at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, some 50 Cent, some Michael Jackson, some Lil Baby, some uh, Lil Foe. That's L U D F O E. Uh, if you don't, he has a song called Recuperate. And if you in traffic and you need to get some speed, turn that on. Well, we don't need people getting speed because people already can't drive. I mean, if you want to feel good, let your windows down. Let's not encourage. Some of y'all need to get your license again. I'm sorry. Recuperate <laughs> is my song of the week. Mm-hmm. By Lil' Foe. Okay, uh, Oh, and Beyonce. I've been listening to Beyonce. One day we'll get a video, so video, and so y'all can see, because there's... See what? <laughs> How you be looking at she me? She just threw that in there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I listened to the Gunna album. <laughs> I'm sorry. And like I said before, it's going to be what it's going to be. <laughs> uh, listen to that Young Thug album now. Listen to Young Nudie, uh, Frank Ocean, and other podcasts. Oh, okay, cool. And I listened to the Young Nudie song, uh, Eggplants and Peaches, which features 21 Savage. And I'm going to combat that and also let you guys know I've been listening to a ton of gospel music. Gospel is great. It is. Let me tell you about this new gospel song I've been listening to. It is a really good gospel song. I, I enjoyed it myself. It's, y'all, it's, y'all it's, the, it's the 11-minute song. <laughs> so it's, you know how black folk are so, when I gospel music, so yes, it is 11 so minutes. I'm just going to let y'all 11, know. So you know how they do a reprise? It's all in one <laughs> package so you just hit play on one song if you listen to gospel music this is for you if not it's not for you um it is called no failure it is by melvin crispel the third really good song if you are having like a down day look listen to it also Mm -hmm. i have been listening to no longer slaves by tasha cobbs leonard that is also a really good song i've been hearing it and tasha cobbs if that's who i think it is Mm mm-hmm she, I think I added something to my uh, gospel playlist. Fill me up. I think so. That live version is just when you need it, honey. You need it. So I can't find my my gospel playlist right now. 
I think that's it. Is it, it the one that we watched together? I th- I that think I was just so. telling you about the song. Yes, that's it. Okay, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's a really good song. Mm-hmm. I have a, a playlist called Good Gospel, mm-hmm. and it's pretty uh, some good gospel in there. Also, real quick, while we talk about music, I know it's, this is like two polar opposites, yeah. but I'm finna move over to House of the Dragon soundtrack real quick because I need to tell them about these tracks. Okay. So, um, the ones y'all need to listen to. Okay, I mean the whole thing is is pretty good. I'm gonna start with my number one, which is number seventeen. Uh, the House Valerian theme song. It's pretty jamming. It just hits. I'm sorry. So the 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 um the Lannisters was like top for me as far as like theme songs for houses. Mm-hmm. They number two now. Actually, it's kind of a race, but House Valerian's like at the very top for me. Um. So yeah, y'all check that one out. Also, um, my other favorites is um, number two on the album, which is the Heirs of the Dragon. Number three on the album, which is Reign of the Targaryens, and which is probably my second favorite on there. It's called Rhaenyra's Welcome. It hits too. So y'all go check that out. Go listen to the House of the Dragon soundtrack if you haven't already. And what? 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 <clears throat> what? I was just about to say something, but now I can't even remember. What was it about? It was concerning music. Mm-hmm. But shout out to iTunes, man, because I got it on the hip hop's bestseller Is that- page, <laughs> and the album is on sale right now for four ninety nine. If you feel inclined to buy that, if not, feel free to stream it. Put a, uh, one of the songs on your playlist or frequent list, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I really enjoy it. Uh, remember that is me. So look around; you'll find me on there. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) The name of the project is Summer Money. This is the extended version. I added two tracks to it. One is called Go Ahead, and the other is a track that I previously recorded, but there's seven tracks on there, solid. And be be on the lookout for some new stuff, because I might as well use this while Mm -hmm. I'm here. You know what I'm saying? You guys, make sure you buy that, please. Facts. Buy it. Buy it two times. (laughs) I don't know if you can do that, but buy it. (laughs) Okay. Um, So we're going to go ahead and move on over to news. It's going to be really, really quick. So, um, just a couple of things. So, Secret Invasion um, has premiered on Disney Plus on June 21st, and it's starring Nick Fury. Um, it is supposed to be six episodes. So, the synopsis for it is, um, Nick Fury learns of a secret invasion of Earth by a faction of shape-shifting scrolls. <sighs> Sorry, my iPad's acting like an idiot. Uh, Fury joins his allies, and together they race against time to thwart an imminent scroll invasion and save humanity. So, I... Need to be watching this because this is actually one of the series that I was interested in watching. So I'm going to get around to this. Um, also, really quick, going to throw this in here before I forget. Um, what was I about to say? Oh, uh, Max. But real quick. Go ahead. Go, get, get, get your grievances off. This HBO Max and this Discovery Plus uh, uh, joint venture thingy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, don't get me wrong because... You know, it added more content. But they also took a lot of content off. Somebody help me figure out why they took Westworld off. Don't make sense to me. But we bought it. We did buy it. We bought it. But, um, I mean, don't get me wrong, because I'm excited, because I get to watch Fishing Game. But it's like... What's the name of that Fishing Game? <laughs> I think it's called Northwood's Law. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, so, they changed the look. They changed the name. Mm-hmm. I hope this works out for them. 
Also, this is very random. Xbox decided to come out with a Barbie uh, version of the Xbox. I hope they sell some because I don't know who's going to buy that. Um, that's, that's different. Well, who's going to buy a whole... Well, somebody might buy a whole new console, but... I mean, it's for the movie, but have fun. Um, also, moving on to other news. Uh, oh, I didn't mention the other thing. Sorry. Uh, Max has <laughs> <Go> ordered... <laughs> Do your thing. Go ahead. Max has ordered a mm-hmm. scripted Harry Potter TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have a whole ton of details on it. You know, I think they're supposed to do one for every book, or that's the rumor, I think. So it's um, like an hour piece, maybe? No, it's a series. It's a TV series. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's supposed to be like episodes. Um, and then we don't know if it's going to be animated. We don't know if it's going to be what they deem to be live action. Um, but I'm excited for it um, to see how it shapes out. But... Like I was saying before, like I know some people feel like it's a little early because the last movie came out in 2011, which was The Deathly Hallows Part 2. Um, but we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I, I'm willing to, to give things a chance. But, I mean, it was just like, what, 12 years ago? So it's not like super old. True. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Okay. I'm excited for it, though. I'm also excited for Oh, I've seen some um, pictures of the cast for the Avatar movie that's supposed to come out. I think it's for the Netflix one. And you just found out that you actually bought the Avatar, the movie that you don't like. <laughs> Shut just up. to throw that don't in Don't tell people that I bought that movie. Yeah. <laughs> in other news, um, yes. so there are things still coming out, but a lot of things are also on hold because, of course, most people know there is a writer's strike that is in progress. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said before, pay those people for their work. Um so the little bit that I saw was that contract talks are still in motion. Um, and then until things and needs are met, then, um, yeah, we ain't getting nothing. That's cool. So, <laughs> so that's just pretty much it for news right now. Um, if I think of anything else throughout, you know, by the end, then I'll let you guys know. Yeah, I mean, like, <clears throat> I think Snoop Dogg was touching on that writer strike thing. Mm-hmm. Pay those people. And he was talking about musicians and songwriters Mm -hmm. and he was saying how they need to get this streaming thing under control because they just Mm -hmm. feel like they can pay people whatever yes he says people are getting millions and billions of streams and he said the money that they get is not correlating versus Mm -hmm. when he was out when he first came out the album was 9.99 and you sell a million copies that's nine million dollars and whatever and Mm -hmm. you you get your percentage you get your percentage you can actually see real numbers but people are getting a billion streams and Mm-hmm. Even Tyler the Creator was like, "Yo, it's it's weird that they say, oh, you got a billion streams, and then they equate it to whatever.' But it's like that it means pe- that means people played your music this many times, and yeah. you're just going to get this. So I really want to know one day. It's going to come out one day, and I can't wait till it comes out. How much is a stream really worth? I feel like we'll never know that. I'm gonna find out. But the way that a lot of these streaming services, especially, are trying to come out with originals. And, you know, things of that nature. If you're going to have people working on these shows, you need to be paying people what their work is worth. And the film industry, they're not going to go for it because as soon as they were able to release stuff in theaters, people got back to that. Even Mm -hmm. if it was like shorter because it's like I'd rather get a whole of a whole than a whole of a half of a guesstimation of what I'm supposed to be getting. Mm -hmm. Those uh, people that... Like these big studios, these Marvel studios and DCs and 
uh, 20th Century Fox and all those. They're not trying to take no pay cuts because they have to split it up with all these people and uh, actors and stuff. They get bonuses and stuff when stuff hitting certain points. How are you really going to tell that mm-hmm. when somebody uh, is on a stream? Or a, a certain a certain cut from a, a streaming platform. Oh, that's what you mean. You know what I'm saying? I need to see my numbers. Some people be like, print that stuff out. I don't want to see that. Well, some people, I think they pay people flat rates when they when they work on stuff, which people, is kind of not fair. That's true. But in some people's contracts, I just heard it. I forgot who just said it. They said when you reach a certain number in the box office, like you get your money, mm-hmm. but you also get bonus checks. The writers? No, like the actors. No, so, I'm talking about the writers. Right. So what I'm saying mm-hmm. is with the writers, they have to, they get paid whatever they get paid too. Mm-hmm. But if I don't know what I'm getting paid, it's, it's a whole bunch of stuff. They're trying to cut a lot of corners and keep a, a lot of pockets and hands greased. But of course, you know what I'm saying? Don't get uh, me started. And everybody's been talking about it. But rest in peace to those people that pass on that submarine. I don't know how y'all be making fun of people dying like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I had to catch myself from laughing at a couple of them. But, um, you know, people lost their lives. Y'all need to stop uh, that is true. being like that. Let's be mature for once. Or just tell a joke in the house. We don't need to know it. Hmm. And also, Netflix is petty for putting Titanic on streaming services, like, in a couple of days. Well, you see your girl, her <clears throat> strings went up. Celine Dion? I think I remember her saying she didn't like that song. It's either her or, um, what's her name that played Rose? Somebody said they were sick of that song. Some days I hate my job, but I enjoy the check that drops into <laughs> on direct deposit. Celine Dion is well taken care of. She is fine. Um, I need to, I'm oh, starting to listen to some other Celine Dion. That's what I suppose. Oh, she doing. is better. Oh, just ask your girl. You, you know, know, I know me some Celine Dion. You know, I say some of her stuff on Title, which is what I listen to now, but I've been back and forth on Title and uh, Apple Music. I love Celine Dion, y'all. You know, I ain't know she's been out as long as she's been out. I bought her album. I have. I, I don't know if I still have. Well, I bought the CD. I don't know if I still have it. Um, but it had like a lot of like her greatest hits and stuff on there. I might start off with the greatest hits. I'll tell you which one. Is the but you know that Luther is on for forever, forever, ever. You know I love some Luther. Let's not get. Let's not get. Uh, <clears throat> let's got. You know, start going on rants. But wait I do for, love me some Celine Dion. Wait, wait for love. Let's do this. Oh my goodness. So today we are going to be talking about uh, the FX slash Hulu series Class of 09. So it comes yes. on FX and then is on Hulu the next day. Yes. And we're going to talk about the full season. Yes. So uh, there are eight episodes. Um, it is a drama. It's, also, it's, it's, it's a mini It's a minute, yep. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what was that? It's a, it's a drama mini series, right? <laughs> That's what it is. No. Why, why did you have to say it at the same time? I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. Anyway, um, so let's talk about the cast. So mm-hmm. I think they, they, they picked a pretty good cast for this. So we have Brian Tyree Henry, who plays Teo. A.K.A. Paperboy. <laughs> He's becoming one of my favorites. <laughs> uh, Kate Mara, who is poet. Uh, Brooke, Smith, Brooke Smith drew. Jake McDormand. Uh, Murphy. Raul Castillo. Amos Garcia. Garcia, sorry. Uh, Rosalind Eliezer, I think it is, is plays Vivian. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian J. Smith, Lennox, Sepeda Moafi, I hope I said that right, is Or Nazari. Uh, John John, who is Gabriel. Mark Pellegrino, who is Mark Tuprick. And then Lindsay Alif, 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 uh, Shannon uh, Fitzgerald. Sorry if I messed up anybody's name. But get at us. We would love to interview you guys, talk about the process of making this show. <laughs> So I'm going to read a synopsis for it, and then I'll also give the descriptions for each of the episodes. Please. So 
Uh, a suspense thriller limited series, Class of 09 follows a class of FBI agents set in three distinct points in time who grapple with immense changes at the as the uh, U.S. criminal justice system is altered by artificial intelligence. Spanning multiple decades and told across interweaving timelines, the series examines the nature of justice, humanity, and the choices people make that ultimately define their lives and legacy. The series stars Taya, one of the most unorthodox agents to ever join the Bureau, and Poet, one of the most successful undercover, undercover agents of all time. Yes. So, <laughs> what did you look over for? <laughs> so, um, like I said before, there's eight episodes. So, they do it in the past, which is 09, mm-hmm. the year they joined. Yes. Then they do the present, which I think is 2025, or sometimes it kind of bounces in between that time frame. Yeah. And then they do the future. Which is 2034. Yeah, something of that nature. Yeah. Is it 2034, or is it like close to in the, It's in like a range of the 2030s. Yeah. Because, you know, by the end, I think it's in 2034. Okay, yeah, okay. <clears throat> okay, so episode one was called Part of Something. So... Uh, the class of 09 meets the first time at Quantico. In the past, Agent Poet includes her most challenging undercover operation. So this is the beginning. This is when everybody comes together. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they meet each other. Um, they get their rooms assigned. Uh, all of that good stuff. Then uh, episode two is called the fitness test. Um, the class must pass a physical test or face expulsion. In the past, Tail struggles. In the present, he faces a dangerous threat. In the future, these shocking events were behind radical changes to the Bureau. So then we get to mm-hmm. figure out how we ended up where we are currently uh, with the Bureau. So, episode three, thank you for not driving. This episode was kind of wild. Um, at Quantico, Poet faces a challenging driving course in the present. Poet's undercover operation brings the FBI to a critical juncture, while Teo hunts down a domestic terrorist cell in the future. Uh, Poet investigates the scope of Tao's power. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Episode four is called Not Your Girlfriend. At Quantico, the class of 09 faces the meaning of taking a life. In the present, the agents must thwart a terrorist attack, and to save lives, they must take a life. In the future, we come face-to-face with their trauma. Episode five is called The Problem is People, which I agree. Uh, past the class of 09 grapple with the complex history of the bureau. Teo meets the love of his life, which I thought was so cute. It was, it was cool. It was cute. He was kind of playing with it, whatever. It was cute. What? Uh, present, we see how his dreams of making amends are threatening that love story. And then future, the class of 09 finally confront each other. So this is like in the future time frame when they're confronting each other. Oh, uh, episode six. Do you, do you mind if I go for it? Uh, I mean, it's one sentence. I think I can do this. <laughs> It's called Hogan's Alley. At Quantico, the class of 09 must complete the impossible challenges of Hogan's Alley. And that's what? What? I thought you usually have a little synopsis that follows up with that. Oh, so that's just where they go to do training, training, pretty much, Hogan's Alley. Okay, I'm keeping it short and simple. I do seven, too. Why not? Go for it. Episode seven. Orders night. At Quantico, the final test before graduation are cut. Before graduation, are accompanied by a reveal of where the trainees will be posted, which is I have a couple of these that are my favorite episode, but we're going to just keep going. Mm-hmm. And in episode eight, graduation in the present, Teo seizes control of the borough. In the future, the class of 09 reunites in the final showdown with the system they created. Mm-hmm. In the past, the trainees graduate wondering where they will all end up. 
That's right. I'm right. So that pretty much is a breakdown of each episode um, in the series. Of course, we're not going to go through every little bit of it, so make sure you go and watch it for yourself. So, start off. Mm -hmm. What you think? Uh, What I think overall? Mm -hmm. I think it was, I was, hold on, excuse me. I'm drinking a lot of water. It's okay. Initially, I was like, what's this? Mm-hmm. Because I didn't want to be bored about something that's another <clears throat> law series. Mm-hmm. Didn't know it was a mini series, but as the first episode, maybe I think after mm-hmm. the first episode, I was kind of drawn in, then more so at the second episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think overall, I, I like the the mini series overall. What about yourself? I actually enjoyed it. So this is probably a series in a while where I'm like. I want to make sure I'm staying on top of watching episode by episode. I noticed that. <laughs> um, I think it's because um, there's a bit of a mystery to it. And I like the way they did the show. So with the past, present, and then the future layout. Um, there's some things in here that we're dealing with now, currently, which is AI. So it's it's a totally different AI by the time they get to the future. You know, things evolve. Um, but I really liked the cast, too. Mm-hmm. I think they did a really good job with the cast. Um, I was very excited. I think the thing that drew me in was it did have Brian in it because, I don't know, he's been really killing it. Like, with the roles and stuff he's been choosing. Yeah. Um, so I was excited to see him. So I was like, oh, I'm going to watch it. I think... Don't get me wrong. It's Kate Mara from Twilight. I've seen her in so much stuff, but for some reason I can't remember who she is. I don't know. That's I mean, if she was in Twilight. I'm going to look it up really quick. Mm-hmm. I might be getting her. No, I think I might be mixing her up with Anna Kendrick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to drop that and leave that alone. Um, but yeah, I, I really like the cast. I feel like everybody kind of gelled together really well. Mm-hmm. And I liked the storyline. The way it progressed. So it was like we were seeing things at different times, but I think everything kind of came together. So I think they properly did it right as far as the three uh, motions in time mm-hmm. with the, the past, the present, and the future. And they told us when they were switching over. So that's right. important as well. So you don't have to guess. Yes. Uh, because what was I thinking? I was like, oh, well, they could have just did this show and could have just made it progress. And it could have mm-hmm. been three, four, five seasons. Mm-hmm. But it's a miniseries. So mm-hmm. I think... Starting off that they they did the timing well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it was pretty good. Um, what else? So let's just kind of jump into some stuff. Okay, let's do it. Um, and it's not like episode by episode. It's just the things that we've like been... the overall. Yeah, just the things we've been seeing it over. So one of the biggest things in this episode is the AI piece of it. We mm. already know. What the series what did I say? You said episode. Cause, cause oh, said yes. Episode. Yes. Sorry. Of a series. <laughs> um, is the AI aspect of mm-hmm. it. Um, which we're dealing with in today's day and age. Yeah. You know, with AI generated photos and AI generated music and yeah, AI generated work and, you know, just things of that nature. As well so. as people's images, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, um I know how I feel about AI. I think uh, that's something that should have been slowly integrated. I think that it came in. I mean, it's always been a thing. Let's be honest. AI has always been a thing. But um, yeah, it's it's a little scary. You it's, know, it's very scary. I think it was just a milder version of where iRobot 
everybody always refers to iRobot, but I mean, when you start to think about stuff and things, mm-hmm. the way things are progressing mm-hmm. and uh, the way these algorithms are fed to the AI programs, whatever like that, mm-hmm. you might mess around and get something like that. I mean, luckily in this series, we've seen like what we've seen, but mm-hmm. uh, there's nothing short of that possibly happening because mm-hmm. there's so many people are trying to, you know, it, it, it helps where it's supposed to help. Mm-hmm. But some people get lazy yeah, and let things take over. So pretty much what ends up happening is there is a... It's not a spoiler alert. It's a review. Okay, cool. Um, There is an artificial intelligence system that is integrated into the FBI. Mm -hmm. So Or came up with a system that is supposed to just help people. Mm. not make the decisions, not take over. It's supposed to be a tool. It's not supposed to become the overall thing. Um, Teo uh, uses the system because he goes through a situation where there's a guy, what was it, like Montana or somewhere crazy? Yeah, he was out there. This guy was coming after Teo and other people in the the FBI. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... They use Teo was getting frustrated. He couldn't really get the information he was needing, so he ended up using the system. Um, not overall. He just used it as like a test to see if it can help them figure out what's going on. They were able to narrow some things down using that system, and then um, he was able to get them to give him permission to use this system. Um, sort of kind of as a test, still not fully. Mm-hmm. And then once he becomes director himself, he integrates the system just overall. Yeah. Um, we learn by the end, the last episode, there's only there's certain people that can't be ever like prosecuted or brought up on charges or anything of that nature. That was the only way you can integrate the system. Well, it was certain people that they couldn't they were like totally, politicians. They were and, totally wiped out of the system as yeah. ever being any type of uh you couldn't access person them. of interest or any or anything mm-hmm. like that. So it totally bypasses them in no matter what so they can literally go out and do something Mm -hmm. and the way that the system was set up it's like they're not even brought up or anything so that could become a cold case where they can wind up arresting somebody else that didn't actually do it because they believe so much in the system or they know who did it and they're just like we're not gonna arrest them that part but I you know Um, and so this system is what is the issue throughout the whole thing. So Teo is really set on getting justice just overall he's gone through things in his life He's had things happen to loved ones. Um, and so his goal is if we can get rid of crime overall, and by the time in the future we see that crime is really, really down, like um, using the system. But the issue with the system comes in where they're listening to the system instead of them making the decisions. Which they never want, which wasn't supposed to happen in the first place. So the system then decides that somebody might commit a crime. They don't know when. I don't even think they know what the crime is. And then people are getting arrested based off this system. So it's not just arresting actual criminals. It's also saying, hey, we're seeing signs this person might do something. They need to be arrested. It was also reminiscent of the one movie that came out. I don't remember what it's called right now, mm-hmm. but how they would go arrest people before crimes were committed. It was like set in the future. I keep too. trying to figure out what that is. Mm-hmm. So I know it's sort of kind of something like in Marvel where there were um, people that they think may 
who like intelligent or something. What is mm. it called? The Hydra thing. Uh-huh. Um, and they were getting ready to take people out, and then of course, like they took the whole system down. Mm. It was Winter Soldier. Okay. Matter of fact, how do I not remember that? Um, but so there's there's different things that we see like throughout the show and how like AI is just kind of taking over. So, um, I think and thank you for not driving. No, is that the same episode? I'm not sure. So in one of the episodes, pretty much the way that it looks in the future is you can't manually drive your car. No. And if you're manually driving your car, you end up getting pulled over because I think they want to know, why are you driving your car? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, then we saw in, with with Poet, she's at home. This is when Amos comes to tell her, like, hey, pretty much you're in danger kind of thing. Mm-hmm. There's a security system already in the house. So they, I think they could pretty much see in the house, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then they show up and then, you know, Almost gets killed. Or, um, like we talked about, arresting people for crimes they didn't commit. Um, they have these drones that are deployed. Um, we see in one of the episodes where it attacks a pastor um, because, you know, it's Poet and Orr and somebody else. Mm-hmm. Is it Murphy? I think it's Murphy. They're in the church oh, yeah. and... It tases the pastor, and I think Tao knows obviously something's wrong with the system, or he starts to realize something's wrong with the system at some point. I mean, I really got a feeling from him that it was kind of mixed because I couldn't really read him at first. That I mm-hmm. thought that he was wanting this stuff to happen mm-hmm. until uh, that episode. Yeah, I don't think he really fully knew because it's like Or said, like this isn't. You guys is lame. This is mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, he had almost at some point. Um, and so it's just like he understood the system, mm-hmm. but I don't. He didn't. He don't understand code or anything of that nature. And mm-hmm. so I don't think he fully knew. Although, or tried to tell them though, at some point, like this isn't gonna. This isn't gonna work. I think that they were so caught up in trying to manage her. Emotions. Emotional mm-hmm. responses to stuff. Which, I mean, she does seem like she'd be a little emotional sometimes. But, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and then on the flip side, it does help catch criminals, though. It does. It, <laughs> it, it, it do that for sure. So, the episode where she's in, you know, the semi-truck with a guy who has been killing women on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, it helped in the situation with... Um, Teo, when they were trying to catch, you know, figure out what was going on with the one guy that they arrested, the radical or whatever. Mm. And then, you know, it's helped in many other cases where they couldn't figure stuff out. And, you know, now they get help. But I will say with Teo, though, he's like, we gonna arrest everybody. Like, it doesn't matter who you are until he decides to take on that role. And then they're like, but there's certain people you can't go after. But he still wanted to implement the system. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he was going after, I don't care, bankers, whoever, you know, politicians. He was going after everybody. I think Taylor was trying to reach that whole thing of of utopia because of so much uh, prejudice. So well, much. I think the thing, too, was because he talked, he did talk about that, where it's like this system's going to figure out whoever the criminal is. It doesn't matter who you are and what you look like mm-hmm. versus it being like a I'm going to pull you over because you're black type thing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, other criminals and things are getting away. It's like, I don't care who you are. You're all going to get arrested if I can figure out who you are. 
which is not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, but the only thing is then people start getting arrested for crimes that they may not even commit. I think it started, it, it literally starts, the the program started showing its hand by letting us know that it actually pulls algorithms mm-hmm. because it's going by what people are writing, what people mm-hmm. are, what they have on their computer, mm-hmm. uh, the books people are buying, the, the, the materials people are picking up from the store. Mm-hmm. So it's like trying to piece your personality and you can just be doing a project or something or just writing up something for one piece of thing. So now it's, it's trying to convict you of something that you haven't even maybe even thought to do. You're just doing something, putting something together or doing mm-hmm. research. But then the other thing I kind of like about this show, too, and I think that they did it pretty good, um, is they also show the personal struggles and things that they have in their own lives. They did it in a good way where it didn't involve too much Mm lovey-dovey stuff. So, like, with Poet, you know, she was dealing with dating somebody that was also in the program. Um, But she was just really, really focused. I mean, I I think she really did like him. Um, But she ended up asking her to marry him at some point. Mm -hmm. Um, But... I mean, she was just kind of focused on trying to get her her stuff done. You know, it was just like, I don't really, I mean, I have time for it, but I don't really have time for it. If you want me to be distracted, I'm not going to do that. Right. Um, and then with Orr, um, she struggled, you know, especially like with, well, number one, she went home and told her parents she was joining the program and they were just like, well, why do you want to do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they had their other concerns as well. So I'm not going to like mm-hmm. water it down. Um, so she struggled with that, but she also struggled with, uh, the fact that she was gay and, you know, she's like, how do I tell my parents that I'm gay? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, she had other things. I mean, she was really, really smart. She could be emotional sometimes, but I think her intentions were good for the most part. Yeah. Um, and then you have Tao, which I thought it was so cute how he met his wife. Um, but then he also has his struggles with that because with him being so ambitious, in the program, um, I mean, they all have to worry about safety, but they've been having to worry about safety. Yeah. I mean, luckily his wife has uh, good reflexes and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. that one episode. Well, they shot her car. That was some pretty good uh, mm-hmm. reflexes she had there. Well, she got lucky because she didn't know it, but Teo put that bulletproof glass on her car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, what the hell did that come from? Mm-hmm. But I mean, it saved her life. Um, and then, you know, he... Because he was going after people, he had gotten stabbed and, you know, he, you know, all this, he did get shot, I think, Mm -hmm. too. All this other stuff just going on and it it ruined his marriage for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they ended up finding their way back to each other. But when they finally did, she gets arrested because Mm -hmm. of a book that she wrote that wasn't even published yet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, she ended up not going to jail, but... um, he became director, which didn't surprise me at all. Um, he was very passionate. You can very, tell about what was what he his, was very smart as well. With his point of view on things, mm-hmm. um, he didn't give up on anything, including like you know the fitness test and things of that nature. He's like, you know, he read up on it. He's like, well, they said I can take it again. You know, as at this 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 and this point, and I mean, obviously he passed because you know he went on to. Um, to graduate still. And did great things. That's actually one of, I wrote down one of my favorite episodes. It's episode two. What, the fitness test? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, trying to think of who else. Um, oh, and then the, the instructor um, who played Shannon Fitzgerald, 
um, she was talking about her own struggles as being a woman in the the bureau. Oh, in that yeah. episode, you know, she got yeah. out of the van. They just shot her up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> just like, I think that that added something to the instructors mm. because you know you, you have the instructors, but that I forgot what what's her name, the, act, the actual actress that plays that character, Shannon. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay, Lindsay A. Life. I think she usually does a pretty good job in uh-huh. all her roles, mm-hmm. even if it's like something quick in and out. She usually does, mm-hmm. excuse me, a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other episode that was just kind of crazy. So this was in the beginning, of course. This is the guy who was, I think he plays the guy Mark, who was out in the middle of nowhere. So. He was able to get all of these different things implemented where he was kind of able to infiltrate the FBI a little bit. So the episode where you had the guy who was, oh yeah, you know, going out to be an yeah. agent, he shot mm-hmm. everybody. I don't even know what happened with that. Did they? Did we see them after that? I don't know if we seen them after that. Uh, we definitely seen the aftermath of some of the people's injuries that they, they had the injury. Uh, yeah, he was able to, you know, they did the whole thing where the building collapsed. So that's mm-hmm. how Poet lost her eye. And then that's how um, Lennox lost his, I think it's Lennox lost his arm. Mm-hmm. His, uh, yeah, um, part of his arm. And so I think that was another thing that, which is why Teo was like, we need to be able to figure this stuff out. Yeah. So I think his intentions were good. Um, but you know, with artificial intelligence, it gets smarter the more you feed it. So <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the the intelligence part is usually like, what do we do when we get intelligence? We feel like we can just step out and start doing stuff on our own. Well, then the other crazy part too is when Tao tried to shut the system down. I think this was after Murphy got killed. The system was like, you're an enemy now, pretty much. Yeah, and Tao ended up losing his job, and then whoever that. A hole is stepped up behind him. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm happy it ended how it ended because I didn't yeah. want people to use that system going forward because I feel like it would have got smarter and smarter and smarter and eventually would have pushed everybody out. Mm-hmm. And then it would just been a AI law system. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, their class overall didn't necessarily mesh the, at that well in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think by the end, I think everybody was was pretty good with each other. We know that, um, or you know, had feelings for poet. Poet was the one who was always trying to motivate everybody. Yeah, and uh, they they kind of told her like, I think she was probably trying to give everybody what she wanted, or she just that's probably her personality. I think that's just her. I think that's just how she is. Yeah. I think she is just literally like she wants to see. And, you know, they pass as a class and things like that. And I think she, but I think besides that, I think she really just wanted to see uh, everybody succeed and move forward. And you know what? Sometimes it's really hard to see people's personalities like that because mm-hmm. you're so used to people having a uh, a plan behind that mm-hmm. to see you succeed so they can get something out of it. Mm-hmm. But I think, like you were saying, I think that was generally her personality. Mm-hmm. Um. I think another one of the episodes I liked was the one that they did do at Hogan's Alley. And that's the one where they had to go in and rescue the people. That was a good one, too. Um, did I write that one down? And I think, was it Teo who was the only one who was able to, uh, he didn't shoot, you know, or anything like that? He was actually like able that. to save the 
hostages in mm-hmm. that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was a good episode. I thought it was a really good episode, too. I thought that when they picked him, they were just doing it because he was a black dude. I think because of how Teo thinks. Teo is, seemed like he was naturally able to... He's inquisitive, so he'll ask questions or he'll... he'll it's not like he researches. Yeah. He's, uh, he, he's very, very... He seems like once he's in, he's all in. The only thing was it was that physical test. That's about it. But mm-hmm. that's he passed that, it obviously. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the story of his father um, was sad as well. So he talked about how there was a white man who was pulled over. Um, when he was pulled over, he had a gun in his car, and the officer asked him like, "Well, why do you have the gun in the car?" And he's like, "Because there's in words." In my neighborhood or something like that. Something They're stupid. moving in. And yeah. And so uh, weeks later or days later or something like that, there's a, a domestic violence call. And it's this guy. And the guy pretty much shoots and kills Tao's father. And they tried to cover it up and say that they never saw a weapon. But um, it's it's I think his point is they saw the color of his skin and it was okay because, you know, he was trying, you know, to protect himself from the N-words instead of this guy getting in trouble for what he needs to be in trouble for. Now he has a weapon. He shot and killed an officer. And they never, the whole thing was they never checked to see if the weapon was, like, properly registered, if he had a license to carry the the weapon, Mm -hmm. if he was, like, you know, all those things that you should be doing. Mm -hmm. Uh in those no matter certain who, states. what people look like, yeah, you should be doing those, a period. In those certain states, you know, some states allow for people to have a weapon, and it is, it is what it is. But other states, you should be doing, hey, well, let mm-hmm. me see your license to carry at least at a minimum. Let me see your identification. Let's run a, you know, and then I think some places usually make you separate dependent, but that's mm-hmm. a whole other thing. But yeah, they didn't do their due diligence as far as that goes. So I think just the overall, uh, like, lesson, I guess, from this show is. Uh, well, obviously, kind of being careful with this artificial intelligence. We should be able to use it as a tool, but it shouldn't be the end-all, be-all. Um, it's, it's kind of like in the, the court uh, episode or um, scene where she's like, well, you guys look like judges. This looks like a courtroom. But pretty much like the AI system is the one that makes the final decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the other lesson is that we... Just as people, especially with the justice system that we have, we need to be making um, better decisions. Yeah, better decisions. And um, what's the word I'm trying to say? Like the the, the justice system should be equal. We shouldn't have to rely on artificial intelligence to tell us that. (laughs) Yeah. and then, like I said, you can use it as a tool. You know, you can, you know, have the paperwork and things you need. I mean, it was helping people with cases and stuff. There was nothing wrong with that. It's just like it was the end all, you know, be all. We as humans should be able to, you know, I treat mean, others as humans and be able to make better decisions. But I mean, using a thing to use to, to pretty much monitor and measure like body languages, responses to certain questions and mm-hmm. stuff like that to assist in investigation or the interview process mm-hmm. makes sense. But to give it to the, the full thing and then to just to have humans say what it already said mm-hmm. defeats the purpose of actually having 
the whole system. That's why I'm saying eventually at some point probably would have kicked them out mm-hmm. and just become a whole AI system mm-hmm. in the first place. Like those things to, to restart it or whatever needed to be done. Mm-hmm. It went beyond of what it was actually meant to be used for. Yep. So, yeah. But um, those are like pretty much my thoughts on the show. I thought it was a pretty good show. Uh, I'm sure everybody else may have their own opinions on it. I would say watch it for yourself mm-hmm. and form your own opinions on it. And I would put spoilers in front of this because if you listen to this and you hear something, you're going to hear something that, that that happened on the show. I mean, sure, but it's a review, so you should kind of expect that. Just re- re- I mean, <laughs> expect it and respect it, you know? Wow. So would you recommend this show to anybody? I would, actually, and I have. So, yeah. Okay. You? Yeah, of course. This is actually the first show, or one of the first shows that I've seen that you're like, we're watching a show. And you know what else I liked, too, is it wasn't, there was action, but it wasn't overly Mm action-packed. I like shows that make me think a little bit, too. So I kind of enjoyed the show. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the show. It's pretty good. I mean, I'm sure when I'm at the water... What is it? The water cooler. I'm like, hey, you guys. You guys don't have a water cooler, though. Hey, you guys. Uh, <laughs> watch Class of 09. Something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like when I told somebody about the Juicy Small Yet thing on the. You did not just call that man that. Oh, we did watch that. We did watch that. That thing was funny. It was hilarious. It was scary, though. Because. He just turned 41. So happy birthday to him. Did he really? Mm-hmm. He's 41? I was surprised, too. He's definitely too old for the stuff he doing. He he's not told, old, but... I mean, he definitely told 30-something lies at that time. <laughs> we, did a, is, we did a subscription to watch that. But this is a this was a good series. It was. A good mini-series. I liked how they broke everything up. So give it a give it a try. Watch it. Watch the first couple episodes. If you're not drawing anybody in, email us and tell us why. Mm-hmm. Be sure to email us as well. Because the emails still work. <laughs> at what is the plot at gmail.com yes it does that's what is the plot at gmail.com mm-hmm. and be sure to follow us on uh instagram so instagram mm-hmm. and whatever links that we put in there i will be putting the links to the soundtracks that uh you mentioned in here absolutely i will be putting my song of the week in there mm-hmm. uh and yeah i think that's pretty much it mm-hmm and I don't really have anything else. I mean, we will see you guys again. Mm-hmm. You will hear from us again mm-hmm. many times. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you have anything else to add? I do not. Uh, read books because that's what we've been doing. Facts. And make sure that your record light is on and that all your equipment <laughs> is working. Yes. Uh, but until next time. Mm-hmm. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. And if you enjoy this content. And past episodes. <laughs> We're going to do better. Share, share, share a link. Mm-hmm. Share a link. That's all we ask. Share a link. Put some other people up on it. And be sure to email us and let us know what you think about the class of 09, the FX original that comes on Hulu as well. And I do really enjoy the FX Hulu combination if you're really into stuff because FX has been doing really well at all the TV stuff. So you mm-hmm. get the option to have Hulu if you don't have like a cable or whatever or whatever and be able to watch the stuff in real time. And that's pretty much it for me. And also, I didn't get a chance to talk about uh, Snowfall, Snowfall, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Tell me if you watch Snowfall, how did you feel about the season? 
I mean, the series finale and the final episode of the, the final season in the email or message us or DM us on Instagram. But other than that, I'm done. All right. Done. And that's what's the plot. Ha-cha-cha. <laughs> Bye.